0: Hello aspirants, you are hearing to the Aspen voice. The interstate river water disputes are one of the most contentious issues in the Indian federalism today. These disputes are a continuing challenge to federal water governance in the country. It is rooted in the constitutional, historical, geographical, institutional ambiguities too. And they tend to become prolonged conflicts between the states that share river basins. Various interstate water dispute tribunals have been constituted so far but they had their own problems. India has 25 major river basins, with most rivers flowing across the states. However, interstate rivers in India have become sites of contestations fueled by conflicting perceptions of the property rights, flawed economic instruments for food security, the lack of an integrated ecosystems approach, and the prevalence of the reductionist hydrology for water resource development. Such conflicts over the possession and control of river water have persisted since the inception of the Indian Republic, with prolonged delays in resolutions due to historical institutional and political factors. In recent years, increasing water scarcity is a is at rapid rise in the urban and rural demands for the fresh water and contentious political dynamics have further excavated the problem. In the Constitution, we have the provisions that entry of seventeen of state list deals with water. That is water supply, irrigation, canal drainage, embankments, water storage, and water power. And the 56th entry of union list empowers the union government for the regulation and development of interstate rivers and river valleys to the extent declared by the parliament to be expedient in the public interest. According to article 262, in case of disputes relating to the water, parliament may by law provide for the adjudication of any dispute or complaint with respect to the use, distribution or control of the waters of or in any interstate river or river valley. Parliament may by-law provide that neither the Supreme Court nor any other court shall exercise jurisdiction in respect of any such dispute or complaint as mentioned in the article 262. There are so many major interstate river disputes. Uh, I have given the list in my blog. You can check it out there and the structural ambiguities there are three fundamental structural ambiguities that currently affect the system those are federal jurisdictional historical geographical and uh, institutional in the federal jurisdictional ambiguity in independent India legislative powers concerning waterway distributed between center and states to ensure optimum utilization while balancing the interests of the state schedule 7 of the Constitution Distinguished between the use of water within a state and the purpose of regulating interstate waters. The center's role is largely limited to resolving the interstate river water disputes; that, too, a detached one in setting up tribunals for their adjudication. This uh, approach towards the evolution of the legislative and con- constitutional mechanism regarding the uh, interstate water disputes has resulted in an imprecise distribution of power between the center and the states, creating federal jurisdictional ambiguity and welcoming to the historical and geographical ambiguity after independence, states were carved out and federated to form the union of india the changing borders complicate the existing jurisdictional and resource sharing agreements and eventually become sources of interstate political condensation it is leading to the historical geographical ambiguity in interstate river water governance perhaps recognizing the issues caused by such redrawing of administrative boundaries the union government enacted two important acts in the same year to create a framework for governing and managing interstate rivers that is the interstate water disputes act 1956 and river border river boats act 1956 so again we have the ambiguity in institutional that is with regard to the resolution process for interstate water disputes the supreme court has made limited interventions to the adjudicative disputes including the enforcement of tribunal awards holding that such disputes can be resolved under article 131 according to salve the wisdom behind this decision is apparent the courts as the constitutional forum command a certain degree of respect and authority due to its power to punish for contempt the tribunal's lack such authority and thus failing to efficiently enforce an award, especially in disputes that get amplified due to political overtones. However, within this framework, the Supreme Court's role undermines that of the tribunals as adjudicators of uh, interstate water disputes and despite the latter being established for the implementation of binding awards and their decision granted the same force as an order of the Supreme Court. While Article 262, deters the highest judiciary from adjudicating uh, interstate water disputes article 136 empowers to it to hear appeals against the tribunals and ensure the implementation of the tribunal thus the apex court remains the adjudicatory body along with the tribunals creating an institutional ambiguity regarding which body is the ultimate adjudicatory power on interstate water disputes in india so there are some core principles of water sharing The tribunals have been using these principles while deciding about water sharing between contending states That is the Helsinki rule were issued in 1966 and United Nations convention on the law of non-navigational uses of international water courses were finalized in 1997. The world commission on dams report came in November 2000 and the Berlin rules were issued in 2004 and depending on the reports of these the tribunals will refer them and make their principles while giving their final adjudication. So there is a mechanism for interstate river water disputes resolution in India. That is as I said you the Interstate River Water Dispute Act 1956 is governed for the resolution and according to its provision if a state government makes a request regarding any water dispute and central government is of opinion that the water dispute cannot be settled by negotiations then Water disputes tribunal is constituted for the adjudication of the water dispute. The act was amended in 2002 to include the major recommendations of the Sarkaria Commission. The amendments that a 1 year time frame to set up the water disputes tribunal and also a 3 year time frame to give a final decision. So in this way the water is in the constitution I have already explained that how it is works in the constitution. but. We have, we have to understand there is a need for greater center state coordination. There are a whole set of reasons because why a, why a coordinated response for the center and state is very vital. These include emerging concerns of long term national water security and sustainability and the risk of the climate change and the growing environmental challenges, including river pollution. Greater center states coordination is also crucial for pursuing the current national projects. So, here the measures to be taken as as the river basins are shared resources a coordinated approach between the states with adequate involvement of the center is necessary for the preservation and equitable distribution and sustainable utilization of river water it is essential and necessary to have credible avenues for pursuing political solutions supplementing legal and institutional mechanisms the strategy has to be multi-pronged and legal approaches have to be supplemented with the institutional and politi- political solutions and supreme court role here is just as the article 262 of clause 1 bars the jurisdiction of the supreme court but matters are still being taken to supreme court on legal jurisdictional uh, environmental and constitutional issues uh, the idea of building federal cons- consciences for water reforms is not new the need for such political process and uh, forum was felt before as well for instance the national water resources council has been created under the aegis of the ministry of water Resources and the National Development Council is another forum for such federal deliberations. These forums fail to deliver for a variety of reasons and a key reason is their failure to assuage states about their neutrality and objectivity in enabling deliberations. They are perceived as politically subjective and serving the agendas of the particular political regimes in the power. In order to resolve the interstate and water disputes, the focus should be on strengthening the existing and evolving institutional mechanisms and accommodating political sensitivities to find a long term and mutually amicable path for the governance of interstate river water. This is all about the interstate water disputes. I hope you like this episode. If you do like this episode please share it with your friends and understand the interstate river governance. It will be important for your means and also water is, sustainable, water is necessary for the sustainable development goal 6 to be achieved. Uh, so it, it's a kind of important thing. I hope you like this episode if you do like this episode please share it with your friends and also the notes related to this topic will be given in my blog